Hello, this is Pastor Lynn Rollins with Below the Trumpet Ministries, and my message titled today, Converted and Humble, Matthew 18, 1 through 5. If you have your Bible, please join along with me as I read the scripture. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the word of God. I thank you for your revelation, knowledge, and understanding. Father God, may your spirit open the ears of those hearing this message and they be converted and humble continually in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, the disciples desired a question of the Lord. Who is the greatest in the kingdom? Now, Jesus could have asked, why are you asking now? Our work is still down here. And unless you change, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. But Jesus didn't like that. He would take your question and make it a lesson. Amen. So don't stop asking of the Lord. Yet when you ask, expect to be taught the riches of the kingdom of God. Romans 11.33, all the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgment and his ways past finding out. You and I need the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge, or in other words, we need to be taught something of the Lord. So here is the lesson. Jesus was saying, put your eyes on this little child. The child that sat when Jesus had him to sit down. Even this child you may have considered just to be a child is obedient and humble to the master's request. Because you know many children, if you watch children, they don't like to sit still. They don't like to sit out or they'll sit for a minute but they rather be up moving around, right? And that's why I believe the Lord used this child as a example, excuse me, example, because except ye be converted. And like the scripture says, be like this little child, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, when you convert it to Christianity, the word of God begins to briefly help you to lose your grown and saved identity while you were in his presence. See, like the child in the scripture, you become dependent on him. You trust him. You gain knowledge of him. You no longer are Mr. and Mrs. Know-it-all. You gain wisdom and knowledge of the ways of God who knows what is best for you. He knows what's up the road in our lives, does he not? In the fall of 2019, the only understanding I had from the Lord, and he just kept speaking to me, was something was coming. See, I had no idea that COVID-19 would not only change 
the life of believers, but everyone in the entire world. The Lord just kept saying, something is coming. Warn my people. Tell them something is coming. And I'm like, Lord, what is coming? What are you referring to? What are you talking about? You know, I don't know. But I was faithful to teach people about protection, putting on the armor of God, standing in your faith. And, and you know, we had no idea, none of us, that COVID-19 would change our lives like it has. But Jesus is coming again, too. Remember, he told us that. God sometimes will show you or place on your heart things we need to become aware of. That's being converted to what is important to God. Sometimes we need to consider about the Lord and ourselves as his children. You won't always know all the details at times, but you begin to warn and instruct others to watch the way we live as his people. It is a progress uh, humbling ourselves because everybody wants to be right. All of a person's ways see right to him, but the Lord weighs the motives. Commit your activities to the Lord and your plans will be established. That's Proverbs 16, 2 and 3 in the CSB version. Hallelujah. See, it's okay to be working on perfection to the completeness that is in him, but commit your activities to him. And everything the word says you plan will succeed. Hello, that's good wisdom right there. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Amen. See, God knows all about you. Your thoughts, your actions, your beliefs about faith, how you view others as a child of God. See, you can't be his example like this little child Jesus used when you're only concerned about yourself. Jesus was obedient to his father, and the two are one. A child is completely dependent on others to take care of them. So we need to become dependent on our Lord for everything we need. What about our attitude about others? Most children, I just want to pause here, and, and, and I know you've seen this, Most children, if you watch them play with each other, they don't care about your skin color unless they were taught that. Or most times who you even are or what name brand clothing you have on. They want a new friend. You know, I've seen two little boys play together and one has a ball and one doesn't. And next thing uh, either the one bounces the ball and they go off running after it or one will say, do you want to play? See, I'm reminded as I was, I was reminded as I was preparing this word, how my neighbor's grandchild greets me this way. Hi, friend. I answer her back. Hi, friend. We became friends because she and her siblings were playing outside last summer. And I gave them a simple bag of apples. I asked the grandmother, it's okay I give them a bag of apples? Because we had given out so much fruit and vegetables all summer long that I was, ooh, up to my neck in apples. And I saw them playing. I thought they might enjoy that. 
And this was just a simple transfer of love. See, you can learn from a child, and this is part of the lesson Jesus was teaching. Are you sick today, afflicted, of a merry heart? The Bible says, any among you afflicted, let him pray. Is any merry, let him sing psalms. Sickness is a specialty of the Lord. Is anything too hard for him? Mm-mm. Just just call for the elders, the word says. And we will anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Pray the prayer of faith, which shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven of him. That's James 5, 13 through 15. The price was paid for your healing. Do you really believe this? Act in faith and it will be unto you. That's Matthew 9, 29. And that's my emphasis. You know, like I said, act in faith and it will be given unto you. It will be unto you. It will be yours. Don't give the enemy room in your mind that you have done enough. And get your focus too heavy on being great. Or even at this time, thinking about being in heaven, enjoying your mansion, and neglect this one thing, building the kingdom of God on earth. You keep pushing your plow forward. Jesus came from heaven, and while here on earth, his focus was kingdom business for his father. Amen. Hebrews 2, 3 and 4. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them which heard him? 4. God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his will. Hallelujah. Man and woman of God, we won't be able to escape if we neglect the truth of salvation. If we won't be converted by what was first spoken of by the Lord. If we neglect the Lord, we lose. We lose. His will is that we are converted for kingdom-mindedness and humbleness before Him and the people we are sent to and in His name. We desire to see the signs and wonders down here to lead others by confirmation of what we say we believe. They need to see Jesus. We need to see Jesus. Doors open through being in the right place and making yourself available to the moving of the Spirit of God. Let let me remind you of the Israelites. If they stayed in bondage to Pharaoh when they could take their forage and leave, they would have been left behind. If they had took, oh, I got all this gold and stuff and everybody's just giving me stuff. And, you know, I always liked that house over there on 22nd Street. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to hold on to this gold. I'm going to stay right here because all them Israelites, they done jumped up and left. And I'm going to stay right here. Mm, mm, mm. See, 
anybody doing that, just like in the natural today, they would have been left behind when they were set free already to be led by the greatest delivering King Jehovah who went before them, moving forward as a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. The deliverance was done. It was done. See, when you know where you're going, you don't mind leaving. Amen. Amen. Condemnation is of the devil. Lord God, Jehovah never left his people. His presence stayed visible to them day and night. That's Exodus 13, 21 through 22. They could see God's presence with them. Jesus says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. That's John 12, 32. Jesus was visible. So you want to be great? Remain visible and humble. Humbleness draws God's presence. Pride and arrogance rejects his presence. Amen. Jehovah knew he could deliver his people at any time, but he used Moses. Jesus knew who he was on earth, but before men, he humbled himself as the Son of God and the Son of Man. Therefore, this same Jesus is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. We are all the children of God, right? We are to receive each other as his children and even those that don't know him as of yet by being converted to God's ways and humbled in his presence and before others. We are to treat others as we like to be treated. My mother used to say that to me all the time and it's so true. You don't want nobody to be rude to you. Don't be rude to nobody else. You want people to smile at you, smile at them, say, good day, how are you? You know, we we must continue to receive one another in his name and not to offend or be an offense as we learn to always offer acceptance and grace because somebody prayed for you. Amen. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody prayed for me. Hallelujah. This is Pastor Lynn Rollins saying, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this prayer with me. You can give your life to Christ right now and be received in Him. Just repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins. As I... Renounce Satan. And I ask you to enter my heart and save me today. I thank you, Lord. I am now a child of God. I am saved. Deliver me and fill me with your precious Holy Spirit today. In Jesus' name, I believe and I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, you are saved. Begin to get into a good Bible teaching church. Buy your Bible. Buy an amplified version if it helps you to 
understand the word when you're first starting out. It puts the word in plain English so it can help you can it, it, to understand. So God bless you. And remember, be converted, stay humble, so that you can enter in to the kingdom of God. This is Pastor Lynn Rollins saying I love you and God bless you.